Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ball's inbounded to Curry. Don't foul him as Curry fires a three. He missed it. Loose ball tip. Grabbed by Spates. Spates fires. And this one is over. Believe it, Cleveland. Savor it. Soak it in. The kid from Akron has come home. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. And the impossible dream has come true. The drought is over. The curse destroyed. 52 years of torment and anguish has been washed away. The greatest comeback in NBA Finals history is complete. Five decades of championship futility has been erased. Make no mistake about it. June 19th, 2016 is a day that will go down as one of the greatest days in the history of Cleveland sports. And oh hey, one other thing Cleveland, let the party begin. It is locked on Jazz for the 20th of June. The Cleveland Cavaliers are the NBA champs. What happened to the Warriors, where the draft stands now? A point guard on the move. Are the Jazz interested? We'll talk about all that, plus a tip of the hat to one of the class guys I've ever covered. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. Thanks very much for tuning in to Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I believe Locked On Magic and Locked On Bulls are supposed to debut today. Locked On Golf did great coverage from the U.S. Open. Please subscribe to them all. Today's edition of Locked On Jazz brought to you by Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate. Devin Cash has got a chance for you to win two free jazz season tickets when you buy or sell a home with Devin. I'll tell you more about that in just a second. Big show coming up. We'll talk about, uh, obviously, the Cavs will be our tip-off story of the day, where the Jazz stand on the draft right now, a surprise player that may slip to the draft, a to the Jazz, the NBA draft brackets we did last year. I've got up on the Google Plus page, tell you about that, plus a Point guard on the move and a class act stepping away. So all of that's coming up on the program today. But first, let's start off as we always do with our pins across uh, the world. And we go to Trent Evans. As an 8-year-old in 1989, I remember the hype beginning to buzz around the Jazz as they achieved the second seed in the Western Conference a year after taking the hated Lakers to seven games. The buzz was quickly killed as the up-tempo Warriors swept the Jazz and my heart was broken for the first of many times. I vividly remember Kevin Johnson baking a prayer in the last second of Game 5 of the first round the next year. I learned to hate the Blazers the following two years and thought all was lost after losing to Houston when Jordan had retired. I was 16 when the Jazz finally made the finals. Remember how excited the whole city Salt Lake was. I have continued to follow jazz for the years and currently I'm raising three more jazz fans in Hoover, Alabama. We got to see the Jazz once a year when they come to play the Jazz East in Atlanta. This last visit was super exciting as we once 
in an exciting fashion and got to sit behind one of Derek Favors' high school teachers. It was fun to have her talk to our family about the memories of him in school and the satisfaction and joy she had watching him play. Thank you for your energy, enthusiasm, your dedication. Thank you. Drop a pin in Hoover, Alabama, and uh, a really cute picture. Uh, can't even explain to how cute this family is. He showed a nice picture of, uh, I think it must be outside of Atlanta. He's wearing a Carl Malone jersey. His son's wearing a Trey Burke jersey. One daughter's wearing a Gordon Hayward jersey and the other a Derek Favors jersey. So nice to meet you, Trent Evans. Thanks for tuning in and welcome. That is our pin across the world. You can send me your pin at dlock09 at gmail.com. All right, our tip-off story of the day is obviously the Cavs are the NBA champions. Incredible. LeBron solidified himself as the best there is in the world. He was amazing. I'm blown away by how the Warriors couldn't score. Uh, I, I, that I just never, uh, I, I never saw coming, was the idea that they couldn't score. Um, and I, I, I'm still kind of mystified. I actually sent out um, a bunch of, Text to kind of coaches and people around the league, uh, you know that I really, that I really, really, really believe in, and wanting to know what, you know, what happened, why. Um, obviously, the Bogut injury was major. Um, as you know, the pick setting and passing, uh, but but the Cavaliers took the Warriors completely out of the game. I thought in game six, the Warriors got fast. If you watched Curry cut through his routes, he didn't. He never came back out the other side. But the gravity of Curry, the aspects of what he has done his whole year did not have the same impact that you would expect uh, in this series. That, to me, was is the stunning part. That LeBron became dominant and took over. Uh is not surprising to me. He's unbelievable. He's one of the greatest of all time. Uh, th- this is this is in no way um, still surprising to me. He he abs- absolutely uh, you know is everything he's ever been advertised to, and anyone who's criticized him, I don't think is paying any attention. The interesting one is how much better Kyrie got as the series went on. Kyrie. As a series goes on and people know all your actions and know all your plays and know everything you're doing, the one-on-one aspect of Kyrie Irving becomes ever better and becomes more dominant and more impactful uh, than it was. And so he became unguardable, similar to the way Westbrook was. And he is. He's one of the best one-on-one players. He's one of the best spot-up three shooters. Uh, I, I thought the crazy thing, by the way, was... The fact that even late in the game, I thought you saw that LeBron-Kyrie battle for whose possessions. No one will ever talk about it. If you watch it, they call timeout when Kyrie had a one-on-one. He's pissed. Uh, There's there's so many um, things in that group that just almost reminded me of the Yankees under Billy Martin with all that great dissension, and yet somehow they found a way to get through it and win with just unbelievable talent. With that said, Steph Curry was awful late in the game. He was awful. Uh, I I thought he made very limited effort to get open, frankly. And that's surprising. Uh, The 
Other one I would jump out there and mention is that this is on Draymond. This thing's over going to Golden State for Game 5. Over. The door is shut. Cleveland's making the flight because the league rules say they have to. And he gives them life. And you can't do that. At all. Kevin Love's play was fabulous. His energy, getting soft, what Tristan Thompson was able to do, emulated it, then added aspects to it. And when you win a game by a single possession and you start to dig into Kevin Love ripping the rebound out of Festus Azili, Steph Curry's behind the back, lazy pass late in the game. When When you start playing and losing games by one possession, those individual plays become ever so more important and have to be analyzed at even a higher rate than they were otherwise. And the Cavaliers made those plays. The Cavaliers, of all kind of crazy things, cherished the possession and stole extra possessions with hustle and plays uh, throughout the game. And it it won them a championship. I'm going to end the conversation about this about the block. The block by LeBron James is one of the most incredible plays I've ever seen. Because if you look at the block, truly he is stalking and making a line to get Curry again. And when Curry passes out of the left wing, he goes to the right side and is able to block Igudala. Changes his route and still gets him. Just insane. We've never seen anyone ever do anything like that and have that athleticism. He's Carl Malone's size with athleticism that is just simply totally, completely unmatched. Uh, it's incredible. Warriors' next step, I think, gets interesting. Uh, One, the Jets have the Warriors' draft pick next year. And I think it'll be better than we realize. Unless, of course, this just reopened the door for the Kevin Durant concept. Uh, Kevin Durant concept of the Warriors was real. Was talked about and was real. Um... The the problem in lie there is that I don't know whether Durant can do that after losing that series. And now, but now that they've lost, maybe he can. The other thing, though, is if Durant doesn't come back, it doesn't go there. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see them really pull back. Steve Kerr's talked so much about how incredibly exhausted his Bulls team was after three runs to the NBA Finals. That he, he, never, he actually doesn't think they could have made a fourth. And I wonder whether we're going to see uh, them pull back next year. Draymond's going to play in Rio. Steph's not. I don't know what Clay's going to do. But I almost wonder whether, you know, when you have the Warriors draft pick right now, you suspect it's going to be 29 or 30. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not 22 or 23. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't pull back a great deal next year.
Uh, so that's where we stand. That's the tip-off story of the day. Wow, incredible uh, all the way around. This show today brought to you by Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate. Devin's a really interesting guy, and he wants you uh, he wants to help you in the process. He, he, he cherishes working in real estate. Uh, kind of says, as he says, with the heart of a teacher. Uh, he wants his clients to feel, uh, really comfortable in what is a nerve wracking process, particularly the first time home buyer. Devin's going to walk you through the process, take you step by step. Don't feel rushed. And most importantly, you're not going to deal with secretaries, receptionists, or coordinators, or someone else. You're going to deal with Devin Cash. First-time home buyers, this is the most exciting time of your life, and Devin cherishes being uh, with you on that. We'll talk you through the process. If you've been in the built process before and maybe didn't have the greatest experience, you'll have a very different experience uh, from Devin Cash. Charity and Ryan said, we're so happy that Devin Cash was our realtor, both in purchasing our new house and selling our old house. Devin's knowledge experience helped reduce the worry in an Sometimes stressful situation, tireless hard work and kindness in every interaction made us feel supported every step of the way. So Devin can take you. First thing you're going to want to do is if you have a house right now, Devin can get your free market analysis to help determine your house's value. That's that's the first step of the process. He does that really well. Make sure you understand uh, where you said, I sold a house a few years ago, and they absolutely didn't do that. And by the end of the process, I was bitter and mad and furious because I, I felt like I got screwed. So give Devin a call at 801-759-1495. That's 801-759-1495. It's a good time to sell. Realtors are sell, seeing more buyers. Uh, selling Sellers are more making fewer concessions to close a deal. Uh, so right now is the time to get serious and to use Devin Cash with Equity Real Estate. Now, the, the bonus here is that if you buy or sell your home with Devin, he'll have two free jazz season tickets for you. Uh, pretty good, huh? Certain restrictions apply. Call for details, 801-759-1495. That's 801-759-1495. Uh, we will start the draft breakdowns that we've done the draft bracket we did it last year too it's on the google plus page at locked on sports excuse me i've got something stuck in my throat uh the the two wing brackets will go on today uh the brackets are Korkmaz versus valentine and baldwin versus murray tomorrow will be the big sabonis versus Devonte davis uh yaka pertle versus henry ellison uh by the way auntie Zizic worked out on Saturday. He was interesting. That's a he'll play in the NBA. That's a that's a bona fide NBA uh, player right there. So uh, so far, the, the I posted this this morning before I did the podcast. Right now, so votes are in. Dejounte Murray leads Wade Baldwin fifty eight to forty two. Uh, Korkmaz leads Valentine ninety one to nine. Uh, I'll try to get a Cork Mods video done. I'm heading to the draft tomorrow, and so I'll try to have that uh, done and worked out for you uh, along the way. Uh, here's where I think things sit with the draft right now. The top eight players are set. Uh, and the question is, what is Toronto going to do at, at nine? If Toronto doesn't take Jakob Pertl at nine, then... Milwaukee, I don't think, takes him at 10, though they'll consider. Orlando does not take him at 11, and he's on the board for the Jazz at 12. And now you have a really nice player that doesn't match 
what you want. Uh, there's some talks a bonus is going to go in ahead of Pirtle at nine to Toronto. Milwaukee, there's some talk he might they might take Dejounte Murray at ten. So then whatever Orlando might do, the Jazz then decide between Pirtle, Corkmaz, uh, and Maybe Baldwin. I think I'm higher on Baldwin than they are. Maybe Malachi Richardson. Corkmaz is pretty interesting. He's a heck of a shooter. He's got a $2 million buyout, which made people think he wasn't going to come to the NBA this year if he didn't get drafted high enough. But the the word is that he just wants to come to the NBA, and they're going to figure out a way to make it work, even if he's not making any money because he needs to work on his body and get better. And so, you know, that's where he is. He also has been playing at a very high level. He, he actually seems almost like the perfect connection here in the sense that you bring him over, he practices with the team, he plays for the D-League, he gets stronger, and he could probably give you eight, nine, ten minutes a night on certain nights when you need it, um, which I think would be, you know, which would be really interesting uh, for the Jazz. So Korkmaz is interesting. Valentine would certainly be in that discussion as well. You know exactly what you're getting out of there. Pirtle as your fourth big would be pretty fabulous. Um, I need to watch him more. I really have watched very little of him. Didn't expect him to drop down to this level, but that'll be my next one. Deontay Davis is all athlete and not a lot of knowledge of the game. I'm not sure where his motor runs. Sabonis is the motor guy. Zizic is a solid 6'10", 235, pounding around the rim big, who think Azza Pachulia, Jonas Valanciunas, Tiago Splitter type. So a lot of, lot of interesting things uh, taking place there. Uh, Jeff Teague is continued to be talked about on the move. I'm not sure if that does anything for the Jazz. I really think that if you want a point guard, and I think the Jazz number one priority going into the free agency, which also goes into the draft, is to get a point guard so that Dante has a soft landing. But in that, I think that point guard probably needs to be somebody who is capable of playing with Dante so that if Dante does come back fully, he's working five-on-five now, was announced he will not play on the Olympic Australian Olympic team over the weekend. Uh, so he's going through the process, staying in town. I would be surprised if he plays summer league, playing five on five and just trying to get ready. But here's a guy who will have not played any basketball for two of the last three years. And I don't think the Jazz can afford to have Shelvin Mack be their starting point guard for portions of the time if Dante's struggling. So I think you've got to go find a point guard, but I'm not sure I think Jeff Teague's the answer. The salary's great at $8 million, but... If Dante comes back and is playing, well, Teague really can't play the two. Then it's a question whether Dante can play the two. Does Teague get enough minutes? Uh, So we'll see whether or not um, the Jazz are able to go find that point guard. You know, George Hill in Indiana is a guy I've talked about. I don't know if they're willing to give him up. They'd need something to replace him. Uh, I I think that... uh, you, you might Drew Holiday, but that leg is really a problem. Those are some of the names we've talked about. We'll see what the Jazz uh, can find. And finally, Richard Jefferson. I'll, I remember it vividly. We were working out in a gym uh, on the road, and it was when he made that comment on Sirius XM radio about the fact that I'm going title hunting, and people were upset by it, which he was like, I don't, why are people upset by it? He looked at me and said, I'm going to play 15 years, and I'm going to try to win a title. 
And last night concluded his 15 years in the league, and he won a title. So congratulations to Richard Jefferson. That is today's edition of Locked On Jazz on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks to Devin Cash and Devin Cash Equity Real Estate. If you need someone to help you in the house buying process or selling process, call Devin at 801-759-1495. That's 801-759-1495. Locked On Golf, Locked On Bulls, Locked On Magic, all up on the Locked On Podcast Network. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17